They said, would you like to know how someone went from zero to six figures in about 10 months during COVID in a foreign country, primarily through networking and podcasting? You're listening to Email List Profit Secrets, the podcast to help you get more customers, make more per customer, and keep them coming back with the power of your email list. I'm Jules Dan, and after generating over $15 million in client results with email, I realized I didn't have the secret ingredient in my business that provides the ultimate freedom, an email list. Now, follow along as I document my journey to 1,000 buyers from my own email list, starting from absolute scratch. So my guest today is Steve Rossman. He's a nine-time best-selling author on Amazon, primarily in marketing, sales, and he's also the creator of the podcast, Profits. Steve, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Round two, actually. <laughs> round two? Jeez, is this going to be a 15 round? Is somebody going to have a knockout early or are we just going to go for the points? <laughs> hey, so you actually came on my podcast when I called it Storytelling Secrets when I was like trying to figure out what the hell I was doing with uh, my business. We kind of got more in direction now into email lists and list building and monetization. Uh, we'd love to talk about that journey for you in, in a moment, but I do want to talk about the zero to six figures in 10 months. I can't just leave the audience hanging on that juicy tidbit. So <laughs> what country was it? Well, I'll, I'll put you at rest. It's okay for to change the title and the direction of your podcast because, mate, I'm still wondering what I'm going to be when I grow up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I, in Australia, um, as you'd know, but some of your overseas people don't know, um, December, January, our business people just go into hibernation. It, it's our summer break. We get yeah. to the beginning of December and say, not now. We've got Christmas coming up. Not now. We've got the holidays. Not now. And I just got frustrated. And I said, no yeah. way. And I just said, I'm going to move via the Zoom chair because mm -hmm. we were all in Zoom chairs during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to move my business to America. And I had one introduction to one three-day event. And I thought, that's it. And from that one networking event and being a guest on Good Quality Podcasts, I actually grew and exploded. And then the first set of momentum created a system. And then I just took that and I ran with it. And, you know, 10 months later, it was six figures. Ten, I want to know what happened in that 10 months. Yeah. <laughs> what's, See, the, what's the secret source? Like, there, is it, there uh, is a secret. <laughs> yeah, gonna, there's definitely gonna... a secret source to networking. And it's all about um, listening, energy, but I'll give your listeners mm -hmm. the four Ps. Mm -hmm. Most people, even if it's um, even if it's virtual, they're they're almost running around with their business card. Please buy from me. Please buy from me. Here's what I've got. Please buy. Whenever I enter a conversation, networking, etc., it's the four Ps. Now that first P is purchase. Hey, do you want to buy from me? To me, that's the bottom of the list. These, can we work together? Will you promote what I've got and I promote what you've got? And that's a higher value. Then there is pass on. Is there somebody that I know or you know? Refer. And that's always part of it. The, the key to the success was partnering. How do you create collaborations? And how do you work with people to enhance their people with what you do? And that was the big key to success. How will what I do bolt on to what they do to make them look the hero? And once I turned that around, the doors opened. I wouldn't say the floodgates opened, 
but it was a much easier way. But if you go in with four Ps instead of just who's going to buy from me, then networking becomes a, a much more profitable, a, a much more profitable activity. So could you, I like this. So could you give me an example? So I like the idea of being finding complementary uh, verticals, niches, markets, what you want to call, which would yeah. add value to their ideal audience. So how do you go about this so someone doesn't just feel like this person's needy or desperate, but you're actually coming across as, uh, you know, genuinely getting, giving value without feeling like, what does this person want? What's the catch? I'll, yeah, I'll give you an exact example. And and, and this is a, a tip for those of you who do uh, virtual networking. Mm-hmm. I was in a room. It was a small breakout room where we're supposed to talk to each other and, and see how we can help each other, mm-hmm. which is perfect. I always volunteered to go as the timekeeper or, or that way you control the room, you control the tempo, but you also get to talk before and after everybody. Yeah. And in this room, I was adding value. Oh, have you thought about doing this? Yeah, the great work on what you were saying there, but here's something that we do with our people. Was that helpful? Little 15-second value bites. Sure. And by the time it came back to me, the people in the room say, hey, Steve, what is it that you do? Because you're just been giving us helpful hints. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you actually just saw what I do. By doing that, I heard the one key person in that room that was going to be a great partner for me. So I didn't get up and say, hi, my name is Steve Brosman and I help people with this and I'm passionate about this. That's what it's like, says. well, you saw, yeah, it was typical. So I saw that person and the vertical that you were just talking about, her vertical, she was a course creator. Mm-hmm. and I call her Mary, and I said, Mary, would it be helpful for your course creators to be able to sell more of their courses? Yes, of course. Well, that's what I do. I help, you know, and there's the, the the book writing people, the coaches. Mm-hmm. I help their people, the speaker coaches, even digital marketers who do the lead gen. I help them at the beginning with the better positioning, and I help them at the end sell. So, Nancy, would it? be beneficial if your people could sell more. Yeah, we should do something together to help your people sell more as a a value add. So that value add was going to make her look the hero in front of her people by me selling to them. And I've had so many people, we do this, we do what we call a closed door event. Mm -hmm. We do a collaboration. I help their clients get better results from their program And so many times the people that buy my program, they just say, I've got to go back to Mary and thank her so much. And most people say, can you promote my stuff? Can you help me sell more? No. Can I help you look the hero in front of your people? And then that was a different way of uh, many people that were already doing things because they were all running around. Please buy, please buy. Sounds like there's a significant strategic advantage for going last when it comes to a networking room or a space because like you just said you could hear who might be the right person and you directly just ask them a question which opens with a yes which is what says one-on-one get the door open that's really cool um so how did you transition them from networking events and breakout groups into podcast profits and then showing other people how to do it yeah well as and there was a learning lesson i've been fortunate enough to have a fairly significant TV background, being interviewed on TV, mm-hmm. network TV. And let me tell you, that's a real 
good grounding because if you go too long in what you're saying, they'll chop it out however they want. Mm-hmm. And so many times I hear people saying, but I didn't mean to say that the way they edited it. And it's like, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you spoke too long. And and so I was doing it the way that I do it. And I'll go on a little bit of a monologue if it's okay, maybe 30 seconds. That's There's great. three relationships in uh, a, a podcast. There's our relationship, me having a relationship. Most people, if I can just do a great job for Jules, if I can just answer his questions, that would be great. Then there's the audience. And there's already one thing that I've done. I've already invited the audience in one, in once. Jules, this is great for your people. Yeah, th- here's the four Ps for your people. Mm-hmm. So they feel as if they're a part of our conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, from the great work that you do with your list building and everything that you do like this, you'd know. And that's the third relationship. How do I edify you in front of your audience? And when you do that three-way, the energy in the conversation is so much different. Now, once I started doing that, more people were connecting with me, more people wanted to collaborate because of what was going on. And again, it's not just I need to sell on this podcast. I need to sell. It's the collaboration with the host. They'll get off and say, Steve, that was fantastic. I know my people are going to love that. Hey, why don't we do something together? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's that simple. Yeah. Uh, so you and I were talking about this last week, actually, and I like the analogy of playing tennis and keeping people engaged and I actually had a podcast yesterday and one of the way I like to play tennis is that I just ask the host questions. I'm like, how have you found this situation? Or like make them feel involved in the conversation so that afterwards they feel like, oh, like I kind of got to know this person. They don't actually just want something. They don't want to take the entire interview. I liken that as well because we were discussing and that's what I, I teach my people. Make sure that you do have that tennis match backwards and mm-hmm. forwards. It's much better for the audience to watch a tennis match, it goes backwards and forwards, nice short banter, mm-hmm. than somebody just standing there hitting their own ball against the wall with a monologue and, and that's where you need to keep it as short as possible mm-hmm. and feel as if you're dragging the people in because with your tennis match, you're getting to know me, therefore mm-hmm. your people are getting to know me. With me hitting it back, they're seeing that, hey, we have a, now a relationship. We've, we've got a good relationship. And they think, well, if we do the three-way, they're energetically more involved than just sitting back. At the end of it, you want the person to think, is that it? Man, this was great. I need to spend more time with that person to find out more. Instead of yeah. saying, oh, that was great information <laughs> and walk off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. So in in the light of what you've just said, uh, what I personally do with podcasts is that I'll go pitch a freebie, but you were saying you go and pitch, not pitch, but like the next step would be uh, a call, right? And that's what you show your clients on podcast profits. So I, I'm curious to hear as well, it's like a bit of a direction change, but uh, how are you going in terms of List building is uh, the podcasting just like client and lead generation and maybe social media is another way to, to list build. I'm curious to hear how you get people in top of funnel who aren't ready for calls straight away. Uh, 
Yeah, you picked up on two things, which is fantastic. Well done. Um, yes, there is always two levels. There's always a gift of some description. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I was here to particularly sell on yours, we would talk about a particular gift. But we do it early. And you may say, well, that was great information, Stephen. I said, I've got something special for your people at the end. And if your people want, I do have something that's almost like a mini course. It's got mm -hmm. great value and it's called How to Sell Yourself Without Selling Your Soul. But, you know, we can talk all about that at the yeah. end. He's doing it right now, with, by the way. <laughs> which is I'm talking about exactly. it right now, yeah. which is what I'm doing right now, exactly. talking about it right it. now. So you've got value right now. So you'll think, I'm going to stay to the end to get that. Yeah. So, yep. you know, a lot of people say you should practice what you preach. Well, I actually preach what I practice. So for your people, yes, if they want to get their hands on how to sell yourself without selling your soul, we can do that. But that's the list builder. Yes, mm -hmm. we want them to go through that, but the goal is to create, a, to build the energy. We, mm -hmm. we, we've got some great energy here. Ideally, they're feeling that energy, and hopefully they're getting some good information that they'll think, hey, this guy's not an idiot. He's n and uh, I could spend some more time with him. I might get that next step. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of waiting to the end and saying, hey, get my free thing because I want you to go on my list mm -hmm. because that's typical. What we did early, we built a little bit of energy around it. And they think, well, that sounds like it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And then the energy in that, there's videos in it. It's again building the energy. It's like, yeah, I want to take the next step and jump on a call. So podcasts, as you know, the way that you do podcasts, it's relaxed, it's relationship mm -hmm. building, it's mm -hmm. getting behind the facade. That's what you do. Get behind the facade, start the momentum, relationship and energy, and then take them through. So, yes, podcasting was sensational for list building. Hey, so I don't normally interrupt to do an ad for my guest. However, Steve's a really cool dude, and I've known this guy for a while, and what he's doing right now with podcasting, we're probably going to have enough time to do this in like a 30-minute episode. So Steve has asked me to invite you to his live event, virtual live event. It's basically how to become an in-demand, dynamic, and profitable podcast guest. Yes, I'm bringing a bit of a script, so I don't stuff this up. But hey, if you're a speaker, a service professional, you're a coach, entrepreneur, and you want to get better results from your time on podcasts, go to this event with Steve. Just for just to give you um, a bit of a rundown, podcasting has been the best way that I've gotten leads in terms of you know, getting from someone else's audience where there's already credibility, trust, and authority. And a lot of people do this wrong. They give a lot of how-to content. They leave it till the very end to pitch their thing. And what happens is that there's all this effort to get a show. Maybe you can get people like a podcast agency to book you on shows. But if you don't know how to structure it so that you pepper in like little sound bites, I think even Steve says, if you're not talking sound bites, you're wasting in time. Like this guy had a, a history in television. Um, now he's a sales pro. So if you want to learn how to actually structure a podcast, so it's an evergreen sales machine, like you do the interview once, right? And it's evergreen, keeps going. You probably want to come to this event and Steve's a man. He's got my endorsement. Let's go back to the show.
Oh, and uh, all the links in the description to join this event is going to be down the link in the description. Okay, so it does sound like you, uh, maybe I was a bit, uh, I didn't quite understand what you meant last time. So you actually are giving away a complimentary gift. It is building the energy, but in light of that, you're building the energy in a way that, yes, people want to put their hand up to join your list without saying, hey, join my list, but also the people who are ready for the, the next step, which is getting on a call and potentially fixing that problem like right now with you. That's all in part of the process, correct? Absolutely. And people are ready for different parts of the relationship at different times. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to start creating a relationship. And a great study from Chicago University many years ago, they said that people don't buy what you do. They buy how you make them feel before, during, and after doing business with you. Mm -hmm. And a podcast, what you're doing now, breaks down the barriers and they can think, yeah, this guy's an absolute dork, I'm out of here, or wow, I'd actually like to spend time with them. And that's what the podcasting is all about. Whereas many people that get on podcasts, uh, you've, you've probably interviewed a few of these, <laughs> are very static. They've got some information that no matter what, they just want to get across. Mm -hmm. and our saying is be the prize, not the professor, because your results from a podcast are not determined by the education you, t you teach, mm -hmm. but the energy that you deliver mm -hmm. and the emotion that you create. And that's what we're trying to do here is the emotion that we're trying to create is these guys are having fun. I want to come and join the party. Yeah, there's some good stuff floating around. Let me in. Oh, so let me jump from this question in terms of transferring the energy from the podcast. Maybe they're not ready to jump on a call. Uh, this is where nurturing on the back end, where email comes in, and this is where you know the theme of the podcast comes in. I reckon the last twelve months, uh, it's been more difficult for some people to land in the inbox or like get the, like people getting banner blindness from saying like book a call, book a call, book a call. Everyone's got a high ticket offer these days. Like how are you, or what are some challenges that you found uh, transferring that energy from the podcast into text form where you're sending out written communication without, you know, coming into that same sort of banner blindness of book a call, book a call at the end of every single email. Jules, I don't have any problems. I have a 100% open rate. I have a 100% click-through rate, and I yep. have 100% book a call and everybody buys. Exactly. I wish. I've got the same challenges. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the same challenges as everybody else. There's lots of stuff out there. But the biggest thing is, again, is I see a lot of people that throw out, they, they put people into a 30-step funnel process, et cetera, but they're drip feeding education. They're drip feeding, here's more information about me, about mm -hmm. me, about mm -hmm. me. It's, I, I never go past three or four steps. And it's how do we build the energy? How do we build the relationship? How do we give somebody a taste of you? There's always little bits of videos that are in there, good or bad. Yeah, you know, they, they get to know me, you know, it's that know, like, and trust, or get out of here. So we talk about cultivating, not qualifying. Mm -hmm. And how do you cultivate them? Then obviously you 
you water them, you give them some fertilizer, but you also prune them. So the, the funnel, as you say, the email funnel, and I mm-hmm. use emails extensively mm-hmm. to communicate with the people you know, on the list or that are floating around, is how can I let them in instead of just throwing information at? And it's tricky. It's hard. I'm not always successful. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is like, what is the prime aim here? And Here's something that I did when I was doing video marketing, but now it's in all marketing and all sales, Mm -hmm. is the purpose of the marketing, the sales conversation, is to take the person on an emotional journey where in the end, in their mind, they make a logical decision to either buy from you or take the next step. Mm -hmm. And we tell people all the way through, What is it that you're doing or selling? You are only ever selling the next step. And I'm sure you've seen so many people in emails, first email, hey, I've got a high ticket course, buy me. Instead of what is the next step in the relationship and the energy that you want to take them through to get the flow and the momentum. And that's the biggest change that probably came about in the last two years only is is the flow of the energy. And did that come from a lack of what you wanted out of it? Or did that come from a bunch of unsubscribes with angry spam complaints? Like how did you come to that realisation? A lot of early mornings watching neuroscience de- geeky webinars yeah. on yeah. human behaviour and why and how people buy and realise that everything that I've been talking about for years actually has some scientific base to it. Mm -hmm. And it's the energy that dictates everything. Um, And I used to see people in a sales conversation because that's my main background now is there's two people and people that hate selling. They, They do a real good job at talking to somebody and collaborating and creating a solution. And they get to that one spot where it's like, oh, now I have to ask for the sale. Now, their energy changes at that yeah. point of time. That's happened to me like a lot. Yeah. For the and, first few and, years and, trying to learn sales. <laughs> and then the prospect's energy changes because they pick up on yours and it's like bringing those two magnets together mm-hmm. that the, you, they just hit Both that bit magnets. and then they, yep, then they repel. It's yeah. like they just cannot and that's the energy. Whereas when you're doing it the right way and there's mm-hmm. – there's another four days we could talk on this. When you do it the right way, the energy brings it together and it just snaps together. And the focus is how do we create that energy, enhance the buyer's energy, not just, hey, look at me, I'm good, buy me. It's creating the flow and the energy, whether it's in emails, yeah. uh, videos, podcasts, whatever. One thing I'll be doing to increase the energy now that – uh my YouTube videos are kicking in, Steve. Getting your leads every day, don't have to really do much. It's like that's everyone's dream. The videos are working for you. Is that you can create? I first I told you the idea of AI. I'm like, this is so bad. This is so bad. Like people can easily tell. But there's something called Bonjour, I think, or Bomb Bomb. One of the two. And you receive there's two a, and yep, there's two. There's both. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think you know this, right? You receive the notification, you've got a new subscriber, you can reach out with a video personalized and it's so much more. You can If you go walk outside, everyone knows that's not going to be AI because you can just like be more dynamic. Um, but just having this conversation like, yes, this is on my to-do list, increase the buying energy. I can't think of a better way at the beginning. Have you got any other things that you've experimented with to increase the buying energy when it comes to written text? Because it's a bit harder, right? Yeah, right. Right, as if if you wouldn't say it, having a cup of coffee or a beer with somebody, mm-hmm. don't write it that way. <laughs> Fair enough. It's like I want to, uh, I want to. This is all going crazy. Got the sun coming through yeah. here. You're becoming invisible, man, right now. Ah, look at that. <laughs> I'm I'm actually just going <laughs> to tweak something that may. Uh, there's there's five minutes of the day where the, the the sun just comes through at a really nasty time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's, uh, for those of you who are listening to this, we are recording this at five thirty a.m. Sydney time. So, um, and Steve uh, has has become camouflaged. Yeah, I'm going to really. <laughs> if I did that, if I sit up here, that'll yeah. get me out there. So, he, talking about um, yeah. I just lost. I just lost. All myself. good. So yeah. if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't be in a pub and like increasing buying energy, yeah. the language. In a pub saying the same thing as you would in an email, then rethink. You, where did that go? I'm going to. That should work. Okay. I'm just going to hit the technology. <laughs> Have you had a? Have you actually had a guest disappear? <laughs> uh, you're, the, the, you're the first. You're the first. Yeah, it, it is the language. Sorry, continue. Yeah, it it is the language between you and me, and you want to feel as if that. Can I give you two things? No. When we taught yeah, video course, marketing, we we and this is for your people. We we talked about. Reverse the lens. Speak through the lens to the one person that you are speaking to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take that into text. Write your emails, etc., to that one person. Use we were saying use the lens as the telescope into the life of that person. Mm-hmm. Use your email. Speak to that one person. You want it to go out to millions but you're writing to one person. If I feel as if I'm getting that one email from you, mm-hmm. then I'm enhancing the relationship. Onto the personal videos, um, we actually use Bonjoro. Okay, use good it to effectively. Know. Have you tried yep. Bonbon? And, um, there was a couple of things that I picked Bonjoro over for the – when I, I saw, I've, I've used three because I went through and I've been using it for 12 years. Back in the okay. days when good you would know. shoot a video – and attach a two megabyte video to an email. It would break. Yes. One of my oh, first God. clients that I sent the video to, yes. they watched the video. We were having, it was actually a fairly high level sale. I get it. I see it. I was teaching them that they should use it. Mm-hmm. 10 years later, one of the owners of the company was working somewhere else and said, Steve, do you still teach people how to use what you did with us? I said, yeah, it's a bit better. Perfect. Can you come and teach our sales team how to use it? That's the power of connecting with the personal videos and you write. Uh, 
it does break through any sort of AI when they can see the whites of your eyes and they can feel your emotion. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I actually think this could be, you could use this to advantage. You can like point it at the calendar or just be like, hey, like to prove this isn't an AI. I'm like, I don't know, fill in the blank with some sort of thing. Um, But I like it, mate. It's really good. Hey, um, to keep this short, concise, I do like to wrap things up by asking what is some of the challenges that you're seeing, you know, within the next six, 12 months, because AI is moving very quickly, things, tools are coming out. What are you doing right now? Like, what's the challenge you're trying to get around when it comes to building and monetizing your list at the moment? Yeah, like everybody, open rates, um, we just keep getting notifications of, you know, our one of our autoresponders said, we've had to change this because of this. And somebody else said, well, you've got to change this because of the things with Privacy Gmail. Yeah, all of those. But again, if all you can do is all you can do, that, that's it. You do your best you can. But to personalize it and to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Talking of AI, I was an anti-AI person. And it's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, it's going to take over. It's going to robot because it's all about that personal connection. Mm-hmm. And I used to say that there's one AI that will beat the other AI. And the AI I was talking about was authentic interactions. Mm-hmm. So it was AI versus AI. Now my belief is it's AI plus AI equals great results. Mm-hmm. How can you use some sort of technology to shortcut now, there's some video stuff that I've been putting off doing until somebody said, well, hey, listen, if you do this, it's going to make it easier for you to be able to do this. For me, it's always me in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But if I can use technology to shortcut me getting off my butt and actually mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. then I'll use it. So it's it still has to be the authentic interactions. And the more of that that you could bring to life, the more of you you can put into it, it doesn't matter how you get into the game. It doesn't matter whether you hit up against a machine playing tennis or whether you head up against a real partner. Mm-hmm. It's how you actually get into the match with that person to have that interaction that's the secret. We don't care whether it's a robot or a real person that you hit the ball up against to get good. It's you showing up. I love it. And everything we spoke about today, people listening right now should be able to pick some of that. So, Steve, what is some of the best ways for people to find you? If you have something you'd like to share, the floor is yours. You can probably tell I'm old-fashioned. I'm, uh, I am answer my own emails. So if anybody wants to reach out with any questions, it's just very simple, steve at stevebrossman.com. You'll have it there. Um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, which is my preferred platform. Uh, and it's just the same, Steve Brosman. I keep it easy so I can remember it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have in the show notes, if you actually do want to go and pick up your own copy of How to Sell Yourself Without Selling Your Soul, mm-hmm. then uh, Jules is going to have that in the notes that you can get your own hands on it. Mm-hmm. And that can start uh, a, a relationship of uh, how we can connect and how we can work together. Perfect. Yeah. Steve's a good guy. I've known him for, I think, like three years now. He's a sick name to be on the podcast. He's a really good dude. Thanks a lot for coming on the show, Steve. Mate, lots of fun. And uh, sorry for disappearing <laughs> halfway through. It's like a chameleon Cheers, came mate. through. Cheers. Bye. Bye.